Hey friends, and welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 257. Now today I am recording this in Australia. And as you know, if you've been following the pod for some time, I am traveling a lot for work. So I was thinking, what is something I'm experiencing lately that I'm navigating that's helpful? And with it being summer, at least here in the United States, or I should say there in the United States, I thought it would be helpful to share with you just some of the tips and little tricks and things that I've picked up on that have really allowed me to have this crazy schedule, yet still feel good, which is wild to say how good I feel while doing all this. So let's just jump right into it. I'm going to share with you 10 tips for feeling your best self while traveling. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Tip number one is to go with the local flow. Now, what do I mean by that? Depending on where you're traveling, whether it's domestically, whether it's internationally, you want to get on their time zone ASAP. So for example, if you land, let's say your flight leaves at night and you land and it's morning time there, even though with the time change, your time traveling, whatever, try to power through, stay up, and then go to bed at the normal hour at the new place that you're at. I you know, have heard this a couple times, but really have tried to do this. And it's so helpful. Even coming to Australia, I have not had any jet lag and it really makes a difference just in your energy levels and how you feel kind of adapting right out the gate. Tip number two is to hydrate like crazy. Your body is just in a different environment. Oftentimes the temperature is a little bit different. The environment is different. So I prefer something with electrolytes, minerals in it. I really like noon tablets. If you've seen those, you can get them at your local grocery store online or Ravy, which is another mineral mocktail product, if you will, made by a dietitian who I know, and I, she's super, another super smart. We've been talking about a lot of super smart dietitians on the show. We're actually going to have her on the show coming up soon. Her name is Robin Johnson, but she created this own product. Anyways, something that has some sort of electrolytes and minerals in it. There's so many different products on the market, but they are not all created equally, but just keep that in your back pocket. Again, more on that to come in a future episode. So if you have questions about minerals, electrolytes, all those things, send me a message on Instagram and I'll be sure that I talk about those when I interview Robin in the upcoming episode. But try to keep a water bottle with you at all times. Just drink, drink, drink lots of water because again, it's only going to help. Tip number three is to move regularly. Now I mentioned that water is going to help 
not just make you feel better, but it's also going to help with your digestion and your regularity. So doing some sort of movement is also going to help with your bowel movements. For me personally, when I am on the road for work, I'm taking a class pretty much every single day. (laughs) So I don't really have a choice. However, I've learned, and I shouldn't say learned really new to this role, but just in general over time as becoming an intuitive eater, as becoming a, you know, healing my relationship with movement, I've learned that, you know, I can attend group fitness classes that are high energy, high impact, but I don't have to beat myself up. I don't have to, you know, win the gold star every single class. I can go in, I can go low impact, I can go lighter weights, I can literally just almost go through the motions to move my body, to stretch, to do just a little bit of movement that makes me feel good. So depending on what it is for you, recognize that your movement schedule may change what you do, the type of type of workout that you do might change when you travel, but can you do something even if it's, you know, just walking more, sightseeing, whatever it is, but movement is going to help you just have more energy, sleep better at night and just feel better overall. Tip number four is to sleep the best that you can. Just recognize again that things are going to be different, right? So go back to listen to the previous episode I did with uh, Dr. Weiss talking about melatonin, sleep supplements, because depending on your situation, taking something like melatonin may be beneficial to you and may actually help you sleep better if you know you have troubles falling asleep or staying asleep. I also love using a app that is kind of like a little bit of white noise because in a hotel room, there's just, unless you're like by the highway or something, it's too quiet. It's creepy quiet. And then when you hear movement, you know, it's like other people, which I don't know about you, freaks me out. So I always turn on just this app. I think the one I use is called Better Sleep and I just play thunderstorm and rain and Usually when my head hits the pillow, I have no problem falling asleep. So highly recommend that. You can just Google sleep apps and there's so many different sound machines and so many different options. Tip number five is to maintain routines that make you feel good. So yes, of course, we talked about movement, but also washing your face. I know that sounds silly, but I personally am working on getting better at my skincare. So I know I'm learning. I'm reminding myself that when I wash my face, when I put all my like serums and 30 year old skincare stuff on, it makes me feel good. It's inconvenient at the time, but doing that, brushing my teeth, taking, you know, my vitamins, going to church. I know that sounds maybe silly depending on your faith and what you believe in, but when I'm traveling, I don't know what it is, but the tradition of going to church, going to mass on a weekly basis, just like gives me that, again, I think it's the routine, the comfort, like something about the chaos of the week, it still just helps me to feel grounded, regardless of my physical location. So for me, again, I've shared on this podcast before, I'm Catholic, there's actually an app that I use that's called masstimes.org. And I love it because number one, I can go and kind of again, have that time and just recharge. But it also allows me to, 
experience the culture or the city that I'm in because I can see other people, see how they're, they're dressing, you know, see how they interact. Like, I don't know. I think for me, it's something that is just really interesting and really unique. And I get to often see like really cool old churches. So that's something that makes me feel good. So I don't know what that is for you that you do on a weekly, daily basis. Maybe it's like having a latte or coffee that you really enjoy. Like maybe there's some sort of Sunday routine, like what pieces of your routine just like bring you joy, make you feel good physically, mentally, emotionally. Maybe that's journaling, right? Like maybe you journal every morning. Can you incorporate one or two of those that just make you feel good? Okay. Tip number six is to practice mindful eating versus intuitive eating. What do I mean by that? I don't know about you, but for myself, many of my clients, it's challenging to eat intuitively when you're traveling because of schedules, because of, you know, time change, because of access to food. It could be if you're really stressed or you're just really busy, you may get to a spot when you're an intuitive eater that you're, or I shouldn't say you might, you, you will get to a spot as an intuitive eater that you're not thinking about food all the time. So when you're traveling and you're distracted and you're just in a different environment, you may forget to eat. You may be go, go, go that you don't even realize or your hormones are just out of whack that, oh, it's, you know, three o'clock. This happened to me today. We just were really engaged at work and there was a lot going on. And before we knew it, oh my goodness, it's four o'clock and we have not eaten lunch yet. So practicing mindful eating could look a lot of different ways. That could look like setting reminders, having snacks, just remembering that, okay, I need to eat every so often in order to sustain my energy because my cues, my actual hunger fullness cues might be a little out of whack. So I'm going to just be mindful that things are going to be different and I'm going to keep access to foods or again, depending on where you're at, what situation you're in, just being mindful of that and going with the flow. Tip number seven is to, of course, I know this is a no brainer, but like buy a little hand sanitizer, keep it on your backpack, keep it on your purse, wash your hands regularly. I feel like, again, that's a no brainer, but it was a good reminder, at least for me, I realized, oh, I probably should be just like doing that more often so that I don't get sick, so that I'm, you know, you're touching a bunch of different things. It's just a good reminder. Tip number eight is to eat like the locals. Now, what do I mean by that? Depending on where you're at, the food might be different. And when you become an intuitive eater, when you have food freedom, you can make decisions around food that aren't a big deal. So it gives you an exciting opportunity, number one, to try new foods, maybe outside your comfort zone, but also just, just relax, just chill. I talked about going with the local flow. Go with the local flow when it comes to eating. You know, what foods do they like to eat? What restaurants, what, what types of cuisines are popular? And if you can just go with the flow with what's on the menu and what's available, it's going to benefit you in so many different ways and just lead to such less stress around eating, around mealtime, and really create such a more pleasant experience when you can enjoy this aspect. It should add more to your life versus taking away or adding stress. Tip number nine is to schedule 
downtime if possible. Now, maybe that is before bed, maybe that's in the morning. But again, if you are go, go, go while traveling, there may be just little things that come up. Like for me, checking my email, responding to text messages that feel really overwhelming if I don't have even just an hour before I go to bed to decompress, to catch up on life things. Maybe it's, you know, replying back to your doctor, whatever it is, that just helps you feel a little more relaxed so that when you go home, it's not, oh my gosh, everything's on fire. I have, I've just been ignoring all my responsibilities until now. And my last tip, tip number 10 is to remember the big picture. Now, whether you're traveling for work or for play, remember what a privilege, what an opportunity it is to see a new place that you don't live in, to experience another culture, another community that is different from your own. And the more you can just remember that and keep that in mind, it's really humbling. It's really humbling. And it reminds you all these little things, all these little, you know, getting off my routine, whatever, it really minimizes that. And wouldn't it feel so good? Isn't that what you really want to be able to go on vacation, to be able to come back from a trip, vacation, work, travel, whatever it is, and not have to air quotes, get back on track? Wouldn't it be amazing to get back and just get back to your normal routine because not much changed. And even if it did, it wasn't a big deal. You just got back to it. So I hope that inspires you today. I would love to hear from you. Where's the next trip that you're going on or where's something that somewhere that you just recently went? What did you like? What did you not like? What was your eating experience like? I would love, love, love to just hear from you and have a conversation. So send me a message on Instagram. You can always post in our private community as well. We'll link to that in the show notes. And I don't know, I clearly love this topic. If you're not following me on Instagram already, I am now posting a little bit more travel in addition to food and movements. And I hope it's helpful to you. I would love to hear. So let me know one way or the other. If you're like Katie, that's boring. I have no interest in traveling. I just want to eat, heal my relationship with food and be on with my day. That's totally fine. Let me know. I appreciate it. So that's it team. Hope you have a wonderful week and we'll talk soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.